Welcome to Worship from the Wellington Teen Churches for Sunday the 28th of February, the second Sunday of Lent. Although separated in our homes, together we worship. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus declares, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. The opening hymn is, Take up thy cross, the Saviour said. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. Let us confess our need for forgiveness and healing. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. Lord, have mercy. Make me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Christ, have mercy. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. We're going to hear a reading from Mark chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. Jesus now began to teach them something new. There's big trouble in store for the Son of Man, he said. The elders, the chief priests and the scribes are going to reject him. He will be killed and after three days he'll be raised. He said all this quite explicitly. At this, Peter took him aside and started to scold him. But he turned round, saw the disciples and scolded Peter. Get behind the accuser, he said. You're thinking human thoughts, not God's thoughts. He called the crowd to him with his disciples. If any of you want to come the way I'm going, he said, you must say no to your own selves, pick up your cross and follow me. Yes, if you want to save your life, you'll lose it. But if you lose your life because of me and the message, you'll save it. After all, what use is it to win the world and lose your life? What can you give in exchange for your life? If you're ashamed of me and my words in this cheating and sinning generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of you when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. I wonder if you've ever had an experience like this one. Once we were enjoying a family day at the beach. It was sunny and the surf was good. I was bobbing away in the waves when suddenly I realised that a rip tide was carrying me away from the beach and into deeper water. I couldn't swim against the current and make my way back to the shore. So realising that I was in danger, I tread water and started to make the signal for distress by waving my arms to attract the attention of the beach guard. Would they see me? When your life is in danger, you want to be saved. It's our normal human reaction when our lives are threatened. So what does Jesus mean when he says, for those who want to save their life will lose it? And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. Losing life and saving life. In Mark's account of Jesus, this story plays an important role. Just before our reading for today, Jesus asks his disciples who the crowds think he is and who they, the disciples, think he is. Peter declares, you are the Messiah. Immediately, Jesus starts to reveal to them that he must suffer, be rejected, die, and then rise again. The disciples cannot bear to hear this apparent defeatism. Jesus turns on them. Get behind me, Satan, he says to Peter. You're thinking human thoughts, not God's thoughts. Jesus makes it absolutely clear he must lose his life. And when Mark comes to describe that terrible moment, he underscores this saying 
about losing and saving life. Because as Jesus is hanging on the cross, dying in great pain, passers-by taunt him. Save yourself, they cry. And the chief priests and the scribes mock him. He saved others. He cannot save himself. But here's the thing. To save our lives, Jesus must lose his life. So at the very centre of the Christian gospel is this strange paradox. God saves lives through the loss of a life. And what about us? How do we respond in love to this immense sacrificial outpouring of God's love for us and for all humanity? Well, I think it's by accepting the challenge to lose our life. By this I mean a life centred on our personal preferences, our ambitions, our rights. As the words of the baptism service remind us, to follow Christ means dying to sin and rising to new life with him. We lose our lives, lives centred on ourselves, in order to gain new life and to have it abundantly. On the cross, Jesus lost his life to save our lives. The victory over the power of sin was decisive. And through the sacrament of baptism, we share in this decisive victory. And yet, this has to be worked out in our lives day by day. Our old self retains a great hold over us. And so this thing about letting go and in grasping hold instead of new life in Christ is ongoing work for which we need the help of the Holy Spirit day by day. Maybe this is the great invitation of Lent to you this year. To become more aware of those aspects of your life which draw you away from life in all its abundance. To offer them humbly to God. And then to receive his healing love.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you embrace us with sacrificial love. Give your church courage to follow you wherever you may lead. Heavenly Father, raise up leaders who dedicate themselves to the common good. As they face challenges and conflict, keep them in truth and integrity. Heavenly Father, we look to you in our times of need. Bless all who are vulnerable, ill or alone. Heavenly Father, we commend to you all who have died. Welcome us home to be with you. Heavenly Father, you see that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Heavenly Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. And as he taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. As our worship draws to an end, we ask for God's blessing. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and with all for whom you pray this day and forevermore. Amen. And so, friends, be alive with the life of Christ within you.